This is Nilpa Expanding, episode 141, for Monday, February 20th, 2012. Hello everyone, Lisa J here, and I'm so happy to have another episode with the special guest, Joel from Lightspeed Rescue, my man, Keith Robinson. We're so happy that he sat down with us. That we come up in just a bit, because, you know, we dabble, you know, we dabble in some samurai, we dabble in some Lightspeed Rescue, we dabble in a little, little, little everything. And just to let you know, this episode was recorded before the premiere of the new Samurai episode, so our discussion about that new episode will be coming out after this one. You got it? Everybody's straight. Everybody's cool. All right. So, without further ado, let's get to the show. Peace. Well, here's the dumbest thread. Why so much hate on samurai? Oh, I saw. I read Ooh. that post and I was like, "Don't get me started." Where do we begin? <laughs> and that's the thing is literally like people have said. Looking through this thread, pick out all the posts where people who like samurai actually give you reasons for why they like samurai. There aren't very many. They just say it's good. Okay. Why? Because it looks good. Okay. Because it's, it's Mike and Viviatus like, overdrive. And then, and then I forgot what who said it, and I probably, he's familiar, but whatever. He was like, oh, well, it's cool to bash Samurai now because everybody's doing it. And if you don't like something, it's because it's cool to bash it. No. It's, yeah. No, it's because it's crap, hon. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and that's the thing is that some of these excuse people made them, like, Yes, Samurai looks good. I would never disagree with the fact that Samurai looks good. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's well-promoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. oh, it's popular and it's well-promoted. And blah, blah. I'm just like, that's not the point. We're not talking about how popular it is. It's not Just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> and this you know? popularity is like directly proportionate to how much promotion it gets in the first place. So Right. Because, I mean, if a show gets no no push in in promos or in anything and that like this like samurai has like stuff that you go to the movie theater and they put advertisements up on the screen they have like, trailers at the movie theater which movie is it now that just came out uh is was it star wars or uh one of them yeah dude one of those this coming i'm like what no yeah. what anyway it's so weird it's so crazy but yeah they're actually you know spending money on their show I wonder. I wonder why he didn't do it for RPM. <laughs> yeah. so Stupid Disney. Because if they had done the same for RPM, come on, you know, you know, it would have be been amazing. off the chain. You know, it would have been as popular. Come on, please, please. Yeah. Yeah. But again, none of that has anything to do with the quality of the show. I don't understand why people are citing it. And then there's, you know, always the crap of like, well, well, you shouldn't stop comparing it to Shinkenger. You shouldn't. It's your fault you watch Shinkenger. It's just a kid's show. Yeah. I'm like, really? And so for me to enjoy Samurai, I'm supposed to not watch the Sentai. I'm not allowed to watch the Sentai because I have to give them the leeway of not being creative. But well, you can watch Sentai, you just on can't me. bring it into the discussion. You have to leave it out. You have to judge it on its own merits. But even and on its own merits, it's horrible. It. And it's yeah. on, more, on its own merits, it keeps it keeps copying something that makes absolutely no sense when it comes over here. 
It, it, that's what I'm, that, that's that's the main point. It's not no, that's that. To bring it up. It's not. It's not even. It's not even to say that one is better than the other, right? Although it's kind of hard to not be better than samurai. But <laughs> you know, it's not even to say that. It's just that if you are going to copy something, do it well. Honestly, honestly, if they copied everything and it translated well and they did it well or whatever. Okay, fine. Would I care? No. If it's done well, eh, you know, yes, I would want something original. But if it's done well, eh, all right, eh, whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, look at Time... I mean, I'm not a fan of Time Force, but look at Time Force. People love that. And it's pretty much Time Ranger. There isn't a whole heck of a lot of difference. It's pretty similar. Yeah. And people love Time Force. Right. So So there's copying well and there's copying poorly. And they copy... On top of copying poorly... The story itself is just poor. Like everything is just poor. So, but <laughs> then people is like, "Why wow, you keep bringing it into the conversation?" Well, if it didn't do the crap poorly, then it wouldn't be. See, that's the thing. If it doesn't do stuff poorly, it would not be brought up. But if it does, it's gonna be brought up. And yeah, just, get over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like some people don't really understand. Like when they say, "Oh, they're copying samurai," or they're copying Shinkansen. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, <laughs> it's not just about. The fact that they copied is it's how they did it, like, and it the the end result is not great, and that's the same for people that watched it and people who didn't watch it. It's just that some people that didn't watch Shinkinder don't understand why it's bad. I guess like that they did it a certain way, and and then it sort of ruined it. But the end result is still the same. It still sucks. Right. Like well, like you said so many times, how there's. Every once in a while, there's a story element that, for whatever reason, they can't really translate it that well. So then they just leave it out, which is pretty much a glaring problem to anybody. That's the thing is if you're going to copy something and you leave crap out and don't replace it with anything, of course it's going to look bad. doesn't really matter. It's always going to look bad. And not to mention the fact that the characters themselves are so damn bland. And they just don't even act like any human being would ever act. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Basically. I mean, even the original MMPR cast was more believable as human beings. <laughs> which is, which is despite shocking. the fact that they each had 50 million extracurricular activities that they took part in. Right. Yes. And that's the thing. There was always something to characterize them that was not just, I'm going to fight, I am going to protect some so and so, I am going to. Die. I mean, they had lives. You see what I'm saying? Like, these people yeah. don't have lives anymore. And then, even when you have the seasons where, like, they're in, uh, like, like the space seasons where they're actually in space or whatever. Like, where in their tight quarters and they don't really go anywhere. I mean, then you really have to rely on character. You, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, if you have nowhere else to go, even though they do, but they, they really don't go nowhere. If you have nowhere else to go, then you really have to amp up the character. But they don't do that. They just, everybody is yeah. just Barney. Let's, let's say they did an episode where Kimberly couldn't cook. That's great. The next time they come around to a Kimberly episode, she's going to have something to do that is besides cooking. Yeah. cooking. They're going to yeah, exactly. do something gonna else, you know? Same exact joke. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't going to be cooking every time. She actually played her guitar a couple of times, but I mean, really, she always <laughs> yeah. did different crap. Yeah, yeah. And I, I hate to say it, she's but a different she's song at more, least. <laughs> yeah, she's she's more well-rounded, which is like shocking to even no. say. But... <laughs> you have a cast that included a black guy that all he liked to do was dance, dance. <laughs> and he is still deeper than anything Samurai's bust to know. Yep. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh! Like I, 
like, I mean, it didn't just start with Samurai, to be fair, but, like, recently I'm just like, oh my gosh, Kimberly was actually a good ranger. And a nice person. And then when you had, like, secondary characters that added a different bit of flavor, like Vulcan Skull, the rangers actually, you know, talked to them. Interacted. Yeah. I still still kind of stand by my feeling as, like, they're literally not there. We never... Did did we even get a chance to talk about the the freaking Christmas episode? Did we ever talk about it? No, we didn't. Because there was that one moment towards the end of the Christmas episode where Mike comes in and he's like, oh, I saw these two people and I gave them my bike. And, of course, we don't get to see that. It's just... Yeah, he walks in people. and then yeah. it's like, come on, are you serious? Oh my like, gosh. That Christmas episode was so predictable. <laughs> like, everybody's getting their presents. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, whatever. And then Mike's all like in the corner. <laughs> and like, come on, you guys. Like, really? And then he's like, okay. I guess you, mean, you mean we didn't talk about Jaden getting his testicles? All right. Oh, the what's your face balls? What the? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, we haven't talked yeah. about it. No. I thought we did. Okay. No. no. Huh. Metal balls. Right. No. I'm confused. So, bulk supposed to be like some crazy poor hobo? Yeah, like they walk by past the the store and they're like, oh, wish we could get that bike. Oh. And he's the one that Spike was sent to for. Bulk to provide yeah. for him. Like, I'm guessing this is the best he can is, do. Is yeah. Skull I mean, like dead or like what is he? He's a Bulk's the measuring bar. Dead. I would assume Skull is better off in his life if he has a son that he can send. A you know, I don't but he's know. being sent away, so life has to be pretty bad, right? Yeah, that's what I was. No, he just wants like, time to bang Kimberly while she's still attractive. Oh, no, I don't subscribe to this. <laughs> You they know it's true. It's Don't even it's play. It's a fat dick from the... <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. It's canon. Yeah, yeah it happened. No. That's <laughs> yes, Kimberly. Yes, Kimberly. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. They sit at home. He plays his piano. She plays her guitar. They jam together. Oh. Yes! Yes! Oh. Yes, and then they jam together to make Spike. Oh, That's right. Oh, <laughs> Oh, good times. Uh, right. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, no, we didn't talk about the Christmas episode because uh, I was still scarred for life. And we talked about Gold Hydra on that episode. So, yeah, mm. that's what happens. Mm. I mean, but what else about the Christmas episode besides, like, everyone's fluffy and happy and great and fine and woo and... Watch. I mean, it was a flashback episode after a flashback episode. There wasn't really much to talk about to it. it really? right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was after first... the Christmas. I mean, after the Halloween one. Yeah. Yeah, the first flashback was all their actual holiday-centric clip shows. I mean, come on, really? Like, how how do people come up with this? Like, like this is like a comedy show. Like, it should be anyway. Like, they actually did that. Like, what? And in the what same. Was... Oh, <laughs> what was the name of the episode? Christmas it was like... together or Christmas forever? <laughs> like. Friends forever. Friends forever. Christmas together. Friends together. Christmas. It's forever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Just wow. It was bad. (laughs) It was 
adorable. Like, oh, crap. Because, like, remember y'all were saying, like, oh, look, the Halloween little clip show, right, focuses on the villains. And it's like, all right, you know, it, I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but, I mean, it was pretty decent, you know. They had yeah. little jokes and whatever. And they're like, well, I mean, gosh, imagine a clip show with the Rangers. <laughs> yep. We don't have to imagine. They did it. Christmas <laughs> together, friends forever. Yes. Wow. But, yeah. I mean, they and then they yeah they basically pulled the Dragon Knight and gave us another clip show and sweet. But at least Dragon Knight, I mean, in all of their horrible decisions, spread them out. It wasn't literally like almost back to back in the airing, whatever. Was, if we're not uh, counting the uh, recaps yeah. at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> well, yes. five minute well, recap. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Take a half the episode. <laughs> but whatever. Twenty minute recap. Oh wait, this is the end episode. Oh. Okay. <laughs> slow mo morphing him. And, <laughs> and next time on. <laughs> Just shows Maya for like three seconds, and then next time. That's it. That's the episode. So they're actually, <laughs> so they're actually rebranding it Super Samurai. Huh. Just, yeah. I'm excited. Yes. Are you being sarcastic or not? <laughs> Okay, I was about to say. You asking that question? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure because uh, wow. And oh and gosh. in typical samurai create creative fashion, the next episode is called Super, Super samurai. samurai. Yeah. The really? actual episode, just yeah. Wow. I think that might trump the team unites really. So are they counting this as season two? It's got to be. Yeah, it's got a new name. Oh, come on, man. Because, like, the, the the last season... I mean, okay, Samurai started as being 18. That's 18th season. So, if they're counting this as the 19th season, then... Because I remember they're, they're, they're at Toy Fair right now, and they were, like, promoting the 20th anniversary, what they're going to do in 2013. So, they have, like, lots of surprises for 2013. I doubt it. Honestly, Honestly, I don't know. Like, if they're if they're pimping 2013 as being like the year, like the anniversary year, yeah, I didn't want to believe it at first, but I'm starting to think it might actually be possible that they will actually skip Ghost Age and maybe come back to it later, uh, or do something really bizarrely unconventional, like use Ghost Age and Gokaiger ideas or something, hmm. like use maybe mainly Ghost Age but have Gokaiger elements. Yeah. Some some. Otherwise, it sort of it doesn't make any sense. Like, why are you? Because because you, you know what? I really think that's what they're gonna do. I really think they're gonna use Gosager as like the main season, and then to have like you know special team ups or special episodes or whatever, they'll bring in a little Gokaiger. You know, they'll do their little morph morph morph, and then bring them back out so that they don't have to be married to, you know. Gokaiger's mm. multitude of yeah, yeah. Especially if it has all that stuff that wasn't in Power Rangers, which I really hope that's the way they go. Part of me thinks that they're going to keep the samurai cast and have them be the Gokaiger's. Will they shut have up. a new no, cast be the Gokaiger's? No. Just shut up. Heck no. I think <laughs> I, part of me thinks they're gonna they're gonna nah, have they're two, two different casts. No, they're done. They are finito. They're done. Like they're they've wrapped. They finished. They're sent them home. They're done. They send them home. Well, I, part of me thinks that just because you know MMPR stuck with the same cast for quite for a few years and then they started changing. Them. Yeah, look over so that Yeah, I mean, oh. they sort of figured out that that wasn't 
working. Well, I know, or maybe they figured that you know these kids are about money and <laughs> that these kids are really married to this current cast. You know, God, no, nah, not no. They're done. They wrapped. They're done. It's over. <laughs> it's done. They, they, they are done. So and they started casting for the new season. Like I done. know, but I'm saying they might do both. No, that's they might really double much. dip. That is Hate too that much idea. money. That's too much money to have two casts. Please, they don't even want to have one. Shoot, if they could just have one dude just do everything, they would they would be happy with that. Huh? Speaking of which, Power Rider. What the heck is that? What's that? Uh, you don't what? know really? Have no. we never even mentioned? No, we never talked about it. Wow. Okay. What this is a long Power Rider. Oh, you mean the common or anything? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I forgot. Almost forgot about Does that. Is that going places now or what? I have. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it much. I haven't since... in a long time. I just saw the rumors and then that was it. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, this is. Do they copyright the name or? Something I believe like... so. I think that's where they found it. Yeah, and so people assume now that it's a common writer adaptation. A la Dragon Knight or Saban's Mass Rider or whatever. Um, but that's all I basically know. So <laughs> Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what I knew too. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> right. I thought there was more. <laughs> there's more too. <laughs> well, more I mean, develops. I, have, <laughs> saying, I if there is more, I haven't looked into it. I see. So I don't I don't really know. I'm kind of I don't know. I'll wait for a promo or some announcement or something. <laughs> if it oh, happens. Geez, wow, there's pictures of the two female samurai rangers in battleizer armor. They have their own battleizers? Oh, where's that? Well, toys, at least. Oh, oh. Oh, oh whatever. Toys nothing. Wait. Although it has been a while since girls got battleizers, though. But wait, I mean, you know, the last time we had some toys, we're like, ah, that ain't gonna happen. Yo, the Spirit Rangers, yo. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. Although they did put, well, eh, it doesn't really count, but they did put um the Mighty Morphin just gave them random bikes and and battleizers and mm. all this other stuff when they re-released them. So. Well, Mighty Morphin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, those, sort of the count. But they they didn't use those crappy RPM Rangers though. The the one the the train ones they had, they made toys for that. Uh, true. But to be fair, they didn't care about RPM and what they did. So <laughs> true. True. Before we get to the interview, I'd like to take a little time to tell you about No Pink Spandex Live, April twenty seventh to the twenty eighth, right here in New York City. Meet Jason David Frank. This is going to be a very small, intimate event. I mean, it's not going to be thousands of people. You're going to be able to to shake hands with the man, talk with him, have a little party with him, if you know what I'm saying. So, you know you want to be here. Do you really want to miss out on the special experience? I don't think so. I don't think so. So get your tickets at NoPinkSpandexLive.com. That's NoPinkSpandexLive.com. Get it now before it's too late. Now... Back to the show. We have a very special guest with us. You know, this guy has been all over. To, I see him all over the television, all the time. I mean, oh, yeah. I see him with Tatiana Ali. I mean, sure. I'm seeing him on Castle. I'm seeing him lie to me. I'm seeing him on FX. I mean, I mean, I'm seeing him with Beyonce. Mm. Mm. Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Mm. Green Girls. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. 
All right. So yeah. we have none other than Keith Robinson. What young, up? Lovable Green Ranger. <laughs> Speed Rescue. Yes. That's him. The Sky Cowboy. That's, That's right. him. What's good? <laughs> What's How you doing? I'm doing good. That was quite an introduction. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, we just wanted to get to, you know, catch up with you because, you know, actually from your from your cast, I mean, we haven't heard much from anybody else. Mm -mm. So, you know, when I see Keith Robinson, you know, singing and Keith Robinson doing this and Keith Robinson doing that, I'm just like, we have to get him. We have from to. my cat from the cast of, Dream of uh, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. You know, so yeah. it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> Oh, no, you said cast. I was like, cast. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's such right. fun because I've been on so many things. So, no, no. Um, yeah. let's, let's start off your childhood. Like, wh what made you want to get into this business? I, you know, what? as a child, I didn't even realize I wanted to be in the business. I, I was more of an athlete, of a jock. I wanted to play in the NBA. Uh, but I was always singing and whistling, and I did a couple plays here and there. But there wasn't like a heavy, heavy... Um, pulled to the entertainment business. I admired it. My brother had tons of records, so I was always... So I guess it was kind of around me, and I didn't really know know it. My mom was a singer. Mm -hmm. um, so as a child, I, I just, you know, I, I love to play sports. I love to be in front of crowds. I love to sing. I love music. So I guess I had all the ingredients. I just never really put my finger on it until I got on stage in high school and sang that first note, and some chicks started screaming, and I was like, oh, I'm home. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> So that's basically how I kind of I kind of seamlessly got into entertainment and, and acting was even more seamless because I definitely never planned to be an actor. Right. Because I read that you um, were signed to Motown Records when you were in college. Uh, before college. I was, I, was in, college. I, was in high, I was in high school, high school wow. slash on my way to college. Yeah, I was I was in a group, a singing group. And um, that's basically why we, we kind of posse up and left school and because we got a deal. So. That would that was a short-lived record deal, but uh, it was a deal. In fact. Oh, oh really? What was the group's name? State of mind. State of mind. Yeah, state of mind. Yeah, we were and then, singers. And then it just they just never released anything. They were just like. Ugh. Yeah, we got two records in, and then it came an executive shift. You know, sometimes when the new execs take over, all the old acts kind of get swept out, and we were kind of like, we got caught in the, in the storm a little bit. So. I mean, probably the best thing that happened to us because that was probably the most constricting time of my career creatively. You know, once you're on a label, you kind of got to do as they say. Mm -hmm. So so that was my first real intro into the music business, into the good and the bad of it. And, um, you know, it was all good. Okay. So then how did you go from there to Power Rangers? Like, how did you get into acting then? Um. Well, basically, I, I moved out to, to L.A., you know, like I said, with my group, we're trying to resign, and I just went to an acting class with a lady friend, and uh, just to see what all the fuss was about, and I thought that maybe if I took a couple acting classes, it would help me with my stage presence mm -hmm. as, as, a, as a performer, and I went, and they didn't have enough readers, and I read, and the teacher said, hey, you're pretty good, and I was like, yeah, whatever, and then I <laughs> left, and then like three weeks later, the teacher called me and said, you should go read for this role, and it was Power Rangers, and um, you know, I, I beat out like 5,000 people and I got the job. <laughs> so what wow. were the auditions like? The audition for me was like, I came in, they were like, 
you know, I was told like I didn't really know what and what to expect. I didn't know if it was a voiceover. They asked me for a headshot. I didn't I didn't know what a headshot was. I got I get so I went and got a disposable <laughs> camera and shot out all the photos, <laughs> developed one of them in one hour photo and took it to Kinko's and came back with a with a picture. They laughed and um <laughs> I think I think they kind of were drawn to how, just how raw I was. So I mean, I think that's probably, you know, that's probably the best audition I've had because I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just being me and, and they got it. So it worked. And you said, you said, uh, you didn't know if you were doing a voiceover or anything. Were you aware that you were actually going to be a ranger or possibly be a ranger at that time? Well, or did I, you just... I, when I first heard it, I thought it was a voiceover. Once they explained it to me, I kind of realized, I said, well, do I, am I wearing the tights and a mask all day? They're like, no, you're actually a character. So, uh, uh they, they kind of had to walk me through it but it, i had been performing so much on stage and stuff in front of people that was really not much of a transition for me it was just a matter of getting the technique now hmm. because i know from the season by far that you were my favorite yeah oh, that's great yeah, that's not, a, that's not great. a question without it's, absolutely it's funny kind of talking about power rangers because it seems like it was my in my past life but it's good to know that people saw that show like you know it's my and first one so and people still watch it and people still like yo, that's Joe. Like he, like it, the mm-hmm. thing about it is, like a lot of, I mean, yes, I know you, Mr. Dream Girl, Mr. Everything. But a lot of people still yeah. enjoy your performance from the show, from Power Rangers. So yeah, that's good. To, that's good to know. It's real dope. So yeah, so like, what do you remember, like the first days on set, being there? Uh, Power Rangers. I, I can just remember there was always a lot of free food. There was free crafty, which was crazy. <laughs> I was like, damn, I, this, I don't have to pay for none of this? And that was great. I, I had a trailer. I remember the first episode was, uh, let me think, because we're talking 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. I, they, they had all these photos all over the ground of me because I, Joel was kind of the brash, uh, confident sky cowboy. So I can remember me signing these autographs and people running up. I was kind of having an out-of-body experience because I was kind of laughing at the whole process along with my parent and my people. And, and it's kind of like I wasn't in it. I was just kind of watching. It's like I had won, like, a winner chance to be on a TV show. So, it, it, I mean, I just kind of took it with a grain of salt because my whole movement was about the music. I was just taking those checks and putting them right back into my music career. So, you know, the acting thing didn't really legitimize for me until after the show got ready to rap. And I was like, well, maybe I need to get an agent. Maybe I can see if I can get another gig somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the extent of it was what it was for me. Okay. So you remember any... Um, funny moments, any embarrassing moments, anything that sticks out of you. I know it's been a long time, but anything that sticks out of your uh, out of your memory. I remember we had to do a do a um, a um, an autograph signing at Universal City Walk all day. It was like one hundred nineteen thousand degrees, and we had on these tights, and we're walking through the park, and the kids would run up, and they'd either they'd either kick me and challenge me and want to fight me, or they'd run away <laughs> terrified. There's no amicable. There's no middle. Not like a hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick you in your shin, or I'm gonna run as fast as I can away from you. And I, <laughs> no. And I thought this is, this is crazy, but you know, it, it it was a lot of fun though, man. It was definitely a lot of fun. Oh my goodness! Do you keep in contact with any of the cast members? You uh, know what? You know what? I don't. Every now and then, we we I think they we hit each other up on Facebook, but. I mean, very rarely. It's it's kind of like we all kind of, you know, went our separate ways, I guess. I mean, I see them. We follow each other and stuff like that on Facebook virally, mm-hmm. but we're not like having dinner and stuff. But, I mean, it was all good. We all left with, on great terms and we're great friends. And uh, I'm, I'm happy f- 
for um for everybody. So there's no animosity at all. Okay, no no divas, no divos, no no. Nah, I think I think the great thing about the the Power Ranger vehicle is what what the brilliance of it is that they do get very green uh raw kids. They get they they liked uh getting kids who were just themselves and not had didn't even know what the divisms were or what the you know we didn't we were just kind of like happy to be there and just thought it was really cool that we get paid to beat up aliens and that was pretty much <laughs> that youthful enthusiasm kind of kept all the other you know egos and stuff at the door. Okay, okay. So um, so after Power Rangers, you did a like I said, you've been on so many shows. I want to know how did Dream Girls happen? How did you? Yes. Yes. How did that happen? Well, I was doing a show called Over There. Um, it was a, sh- a series on FX, and the edition came out, and everybody was hitting me up because they knew I sung. And, and, I mean, basically, I went in, and um, I did the scene work, and I sang the songs. And, I mean, I think the singing was the most comfortable thing for me because I was just, like, you know, throwing me back in the briar patch. So it was, like, it, it just it was just comfortable. I, I knew the material. And um, that was it. I mean, the powers that be, you know, God worked it out to where a, a lot of stars had already signed on. So, to, so for that particular lead role that I played, there wasn't a necessity to put a star there, just somebody who could really do the role. And I think at first they, Usher was slated to do it, but he had some scheduling conflicts. So it opened up the door for some of us to come in and give it a shot. And I tried out. Uh, I would continue to do my series. And four months later, uh, after my series had got canceled, um, I, um, I got the call back and I went back in and, uh, I had one more audition. They, they wanted me to dance in front of this huge, um, I learned this routine in an hour, me and the choreographer. And then once I learned it, they invited the whole studio and DreamWorks people in to, to watch me do the routine. And he stepped to the side and had to do it by myself, which is pretty nerve wracking. <laughs> but I, I danced the whole of my shoes and, and you know, I, I got the gig. It was just, it was just one of those things. It was a blessing. Wow. You go, boy. Um, so, so yes, and of course, you know Jennifer Hudson, Beyonce, spill yeah, yeah. it. Let's go, let's go. You know what? I, I there's nothing to spill, but it was just a lot of goodwill and, and fascination with each other's talent. There was no like divaism. I think people wanted it so bad. People asked me every day, like I was delete, like I was the mold or something. But there, <laughs> there was there was there was no animosity there. I mean, it was just a really great um, experience for all of us. I mean. We were all kind of in awe of the project itself, and we were in awe of everyone else's talent. So we were just we were just felt the pressure of making sure that we carried out our end of the deal and making a great movie. And I think we did that. Oh, okay. And then how was it um, to perform at the Oscars? Because I'm watching the Oscars. I'm like, okay, okay, Jennifer Okay, but then Keith, he's on the stage with them. So how was that like? That was... Um, that was amazing. That was the pinnacle of my career up to this point. It was very validating, and there's a ton of famous people, and there's a billion people watching. I mean, it's kind of over your head, so I didn't want to really address the moment until it was over because I might have, you know, fell on my face. But uh, <laughs> it was a great time, man. I mean, it was a it was a, a complete blessing, and I mean, I never in my wildest dreams would ever thought I'd be on the Oscar stage singing a song, especially with those backup singers. Those are the best backup singers in the world. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest that? Um, uh, if an upcoming singer, uh, performer, what would you suggest they don't do? Like, what kind of mistakes did you do along the way that you're like, uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this advice. <laughs> don't do what I did. Um, 
I don't know if it, I mean, there's a lot of things. I think the biggest thing is just maintaining your mental, you know what I'm saying, keeping your head because there's a lot of rejection. You're gonna, it's going to be ups and downs, and you have to create that endurance within yourself to kind of maintain and, you know, maintain through the highs and lows because there are some highs and there are definitely some lows. I guess, I, I guess when someone tells you you suck or you're, uh, or, or you do bad, the best thing to do is to not believe that and to keep moving and keep getting better because, you know, tomorrow is always a new day. You're going to fall on your face as part of the process. Mm-hmm. I see. So, yes, now this is part of the show where we got to do some pimping. We got to... Ah. <laughs> we have got to know what kind of projects you have upcoming, what's going right. on. I well, know- right, yeah. right now, I got the single out called Same Rules, which is on iTunes. The video is out virally. It's called Same Rules. Uh, go and download that, my people, my Power Ranger faithful. That's right. I you. Download <laughs> that. I got a, There's an independent movie out right now called um, Dysfunctional Friends that I did all the music for. And I'm, I'm the lead in the movie I did all the music for. And it's 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 an independent market. Right now, she's playing in New York and L.A., but it's going to branch out from there. It's going to go to D.C., Atlanta, based upon, you know, how well it does, so to speak. It's a, it's the little indie that could, so to speak. Um, and right now, I just finished another movie called uh, Divorce Invitation, uh, which I'm <laughs> which I'm scoring as well. Um, and that'll be out in the spring or summer of this year, tentatively. And my album, my, my full-length album is titled Me. Will be out in late spring. Oh, okay. But, but you can get the single right now, right now on iTunes, people. You can download it for ninety nine cents. Right now, go out. Same rules. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Check the video out. I got another video out right now with RZA too from Wu Tang Clan called My Hustle. It's a pretty. It's like a mini movie, so you can you can YouTube that as well. Okay. Okay. And then so and then you and you write and you produce your own songs. I mean, what's the process? Uh, the process varies. I mean, sometimes I hear some music. I like most of the, I'm a I'm a I'm a singer songwriter. I'm a melody guy, so I'll hear some music from not sitting around with some live musicians, and we build a song from scratch, or they'll already have some some instrumentation, and I'll kind of like it inspires me to write about a certain thing a certain way. So uh, it, it's kind of an organic process. However, the song comes to me, so you know, whatever whatever the way the spirit hits me is what I do. All right, and so maybe after this interview, you might be inspired to write about a. Black girl from New York. What? Okay. Holla. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. oh, I, I, I do want to know. I do have to get, you saw, did you see the Grammys? I did see the Grammys. Okay. So, I just have a couple questions. So, okay. um, any, any performances that stood out for you? Well, I thought Nicki Minaj's performances stood out to me, but not in a good way. <laughs> Oh snap! Oh snap! What was that? No, like I don't know. I thought it was very uh, sacrilegious and 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 devilish, especially being the tone the tone of the show being as so as somber as it was. I felt like the last thing we wanted to see was some devilment on stage, but we did. So it is what it is. I mean, I understand the creative her creative mindset. She was trying to kind of push the envelope, but I mean, there's another way to push the envelope. I think that could have been much better, but that's me. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, that's everybody. That's yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I thought I thought they were kind of they were. I thought they were okay. It seemed like everybody was just kind of there. You know, I loved. I'm, I was glad to see Chris be involved, and I, and I his. I think he he was kind of holding back on his performance. He was still dope, but I know that he was probably just trying to make sure he just got a good one off, and you know, got back into good graces with with the Grammys and everything. But I'm always 
I'm a, I always love to watch him perform. So, I mean, overall, it's cool, but I've seen better. I see. So, what would you have done if you were up on that Grammys? You'd be like, breaking it know. down, same rules, getting it. Uh, no. so, who knows? Who knows <laughs> what I would do? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. So, I do, before we go, before we go, uh -huh. I do have That's to right. say, if you were ever asked to be, you know, there's a, there's a 20th anniversary coming for Power Rangers. Yeah. Awesome. So if you were ever asked, like, hey, you know, you want to come back for a little episode, you know, would you ever go back? Oh, it's for an episode to shoot one? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out. You know what I mean? I think I don't, I, I wouldn't rule it out. I, I'm not going to, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say no. I would, I would sit down and listen to what they were right. talking about. Because it is millions of fans, and I definitely want to stay in contact with them because, you know, I'm still here putting out my art. So right. I, the, the support is always warranted and, 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 and uh, much appreciated. So if that's what the fans wanted, then who knows? Well, I mean, I could definitely speak for many people who said, like, they would love to have Joel back on the screen again one more time, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be, that'd be interesting. That was a fun guy. He was just – that was just – me fresh off the boat, just being, you know, raw as I could be. You know what I mean? So I had a lot of fun with that character. Mm -hmm. And you really wanted you some Miss Fairweather. That's all I'm about to say. You really yeah. wanted <laughs> some. I did. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. I did I you did. really want her in real life? I had my days, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Your weeks. No. <laughs> um, okay. All right. All right. So... Again, um, we just want to thank you for coming on the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, same rules. Everybody cop that. Same rules, iTunes video. Yep, yep. We're going to cop that right there. And any last um, thoughts or uh, message to the fans that you would like to say? Anything? Uh, I just want to say thank you for the support. I mean, it's flattering that people still remember that character from, from 10, years, 10 years ago. And, um, I'm excited about the future, and let's stay in contact. Let's continue to do this, and there'll be more music and more movies. And just because I'm not wearing the tights don't mean I'm not a Power Ranger. I'm a Power Ranger forever. Nice. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Yes, right. thank you. I give the guy so much credit, though. If that was really his first acting role, he still has had, had one of the best performances of any of the Rangers, to be mm -hmm. honest. It, well. With that season, absolutely. Like, he could just oh, kiss the crap out of it. In general. In general. Well, no, no. That, true, obviously. But, like, just in that season, it was like, come on. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, all right. I watched which which episode I saw. It was when a Captain finds out about his son or whatever, and he's telling the story to the Rangers. And, that's like one of the best episodes. Oh my god! Seriously, when I'm sorry, but the episode before that, when he goes, "He's my son," I I teared up. No, no, teared no, up. no, that's what I'm saying. Like that part, that whole, I was like, oh, like little, little, good. little beadlets. You know, they were forming. They didn't cut out <laughs> beadlets. You know, but other than that, I mean, besides Joel, it's just so slow. Ooh, it is so dry. It's dry, yo. It's like. If this had characters that were more, that were fuller, 
you know, and you know, because like the the storylines aren't that bad. I mean, it's 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 it's. it's I still think what really drove the series for me the most was the fact that it was so different in the whole the setting and the fact that it didn't have the past rangers and you know the whole underwater. Mm-hmm. Aqu- I just love that so damn much that it really made up for a lot of the uh, less than yeah, interesting. I always wonder why why is that base underwater? Like why why why. Why? Because the, the villains are... can't touch water or they'll yeah. die. Oh, I see, I see. I, see, I think, I see. honestly, from a behind-the-scenes sort of reason, I feel like they were looking for something interesting to do after mm-hmm. the Lost Galaxy thing, <laughs> where it's like space station flying through space. I feel like they tried to, they wanted to do something. Yeah, they wanted to still, well, that and the Sentai footage of them calling Zords fits with it, too, so. Oh, that's that right, it lifts from the water. That is true, yeah. So... Sort of yeah, they they did want an epic little base, but they they just they did. I thought they did a great job of just completely, you know, disassociating themselves with the previous stuff. You know, besides having the first monster be Psycho Red, but beyond that, <laughs> that's true. Yes, wasn't, wasn't the best choice. Yes, <laughs> it was fine. I see, yeah. I see, I see. But yeah, so yeah, I, I, you know, there are moments I'm like, oh. But it's just like, I was like, oh, if Joel wasn't on the show. I I mean, I agree that jo- Joel was definitely the, the you know, the, the anchor of the show. But, you know, it's he drove weird it all. Because these days, it's like when we have that comedy character that's always stealing the scenes. We like roll our eyes. But with Lightspeed, yeah. it's like, that's what we go to. <laughs> there's well, there's a difference between stealing the scene and chewing up the scene. And he stole it. He didn't, you know, it wasn't like ham-fisted. Like a, like, you know, a spike. And I mean, he's, I mean, his comedy, I feel like you could almost transplant that, just downplay it a little bit, into like a, a regular sitcom or something. It's just basically the guy who's into himself and into this girl. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's easily relatable for almost any show, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just without the crazy, wacky... Yeah. Sky and, Cowboy, whatever. And I will say that they were lucky that they had Mrs. Fairweather and Captain Mitchell because they were both pretty strong too. Oh which well, helped. yeah. I mean, I mean, and there were times where I'm just like, "Yo, Mrs. Fairweather, that's like, dude, that's all you do." Like, like, <laughs> like and the thing is, is she's not, she's not a horrible actress or whatever. She's not, you know, it, it's just, it's like crap. Like, the, oh, she wears glasses, wears a lab coat, presses buttons. That's all she does. Like, come on, no. Give her some she, she was building a new toy like every week. Yes, every week. <laughs> that was the whole thing about Lightspeed Go Go 5 was that they were so big on the arsenal that they wanted Which... to have a big fancy arsenal because they were. It was the same sort of basic concept. The, the, their, their captain was the dad for all five Rangers in the Sentai. They were a family team. And so they, they kind of you know worked like a government group and they had a bunch of fancy toys. Yeah, see. The whole let's build a new thing every week was not really my favorite. Style. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Every, I mean, you know, it was just like, what are we going to do? Here you go. I mean, I know, like, I know a lot of seasons have that, but I mean, every. <laughs> it was, I think it was, I think it was a nice departure, though, from like Lost Galaxy, where it's let's spend 50 episodes chasing these magic lights. To the point where we're looking in cameras and sunflowers for them. <laughs> yeah, well, you're comparing 
I'm just saying that I'm just to excuse me or subland. I mean, it's wow. gorgeous. It is but it was, gorgeous. It was more. It was just more pointing out the fact that they really were trying to completely distance themselves from you know what had come before that. Yeah, so. yeah I mean, I, 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 I will try to finish Lightspeed. I will. That is my goal. I do want to. The finish. finale is good. You'll like it. So it, you know, it's it just, good, yeah. it's just. I I think with the. Besides Joel and Fairweather and Captain, if everybody else was replaced, <laughs> you know what? You can even keep Qua Johnson. You can even keep oh, Qua Johnson. No. You can even keep it. No, 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 because you need your square. And if everybody else is, you know, full, yeah. full of life or whatever, okay, I don't mind the Qua Johnson. But if you replace everybody else. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and like I said, as boring as the Qua Johnson may have been at times, it was such a breath of fresh air after two angsty crybaby red rangers in a row let's not get carried away come mm-hmm. on after 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 mike and uh, and Corone. i was i would much I was rather old. have both of them i'm sorry well, yeah because you're oh, let's not get carried bitch. away oh my gosh let's not get carried away like i, I yeah. can't disagree with you both of y'all anymore because <laughs> i don't want either <laughs> like i don't want angsty and i don't want bland you know what i mean like oh, now, just... but nowadays compared to the crap that we're getting, I mean, Carter is like, he's a great guy. Well, well, yeah, sure. an awesome guy. <laughs> you know? Show Jaden what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's a, that is a brilliant, brilliant comparison. You have two characters that are pretty much kind of the same, right? But one is, you know, he's by the rules, he's whatever, he's, you know, okay, fine. And the other one is Fisher-Price. Yeah. Waxen. Yes. I mean, at least Carter had some facial expressions. <laughs> this one over here has none. And is just ridiculous. And is, ugh. I yes, just... other one is covered in a questionable residue. <laughs> so it's, that's a perfect example. Because I'm just like, I remember I used to hate Kate. Yeah, used to hate Cater. Used to hate Carter. And I but now it's like he ain't that bad. And also like the weird thing is like Jaden from before episode one is supposed to be like this amazing martial arts warrior type and Carter is not right from the beginning. But somehow I believe Carter more as like a fighter guy, like who wants to go out and help people. Yeah. Whereas Jaden is just kinda I don't really feel anything from mm-hmm. Yeah, how how can you feel something from a wax figure? <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Mm. You know what? And the boy must be a wonderful, wonderful person. Like Alex Hartman. You 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 are probably a very wonderful person. You just yeah. happen to be in the wrong show. Yeah, I mean nothing against I I have nothing against anyone from actually on the show. Just, you know, how they're used unfortunately is not Always exploiting right. their talents. Like the I best. want to see these kids in something else, you know yes. what I'm saying? So that I, you know, I don't have mm-hmm. just samurai to be like, what, what is wrong? What, what? Why? <laughs> why did you? I do really this? don't. See, but but see, you're so quick to like just say <laughs> you suck. Like yeah, you're dismissed. you're associated with this. Yeah, uh, mm. I, can't, I can't. But you don't really think that they would be any better. Yes, I do. Emily, oh my god. Really? She might be. I don't know, man. Mia, I don't... Mia and uh, Kevin, no. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> I know. The I verdict is ex- in. I think you're executing <laughs> a lot of good faith, assuming that they would be better in different roles. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm not discounting 
I know, but you're giving them a giving them a bit of a pass. I'm not giving anybody a pass. Like, you're just giving them say, a chance. That's it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It. Thank you. You're not I know, saying some you're people not saying don't that, deserve second chances. Oh my gosh, you're an idiot. Um, we're not saying that. Oh well, they're gonna be amazing. I just want. Right. I just don't want to write them off yet. Right. That's it. So I want to hold judgment. If I see so, and if I see something that they've done that is not samurai and they happen to be good, then I will say it. If they're not, then wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. I'm okay with writing them off and letting them attempt to prove me wrong. I'm okay with that. If they prove me wrong, I will say I'm wrong and I will be glad. Supposed to be forgiving. Forgiving. (laughs) No, like Mia told me, it's unforgivable. (laughs) (laughs) Lying is unforgivable, so they've lied to you. Never lied for too long. Yes, they've lied to me by saying that they were an awesome show. (laughs) 